This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Susie. Is anyone joining the call that would like to say good morning? <clears throat> anyone like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Is anyone joining the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning, Sister Susie. It's kind Kim. How are you? Beautiful. I'm fine. How are you, kind Kim? I'm blessed. Thank you. I hope that you enjoy your day, and I love all the family. Oh, same to you. You're Thank an amazing you. child of God. Thank you. Likewise, sis. Thank you. God bless you. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Anyone else like to say good morning on this beautiful day that the Lord let us have? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. My name is Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Yes, he does. He has our back always. Have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you. Is anyone else joining the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning, sister. This is Brother Daryl. Just so happy to be a part of the call on today. Good morning, Brother. And what is your first name? Daryl. Daryl, good morning, Brother Daryl. You too. You have a wonderful and blessed day. Thank you. You're so welcome. Anyone else join the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? It's a beautiful day that the Lord let us see and have. Anyone else?
anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Susie. Does anyone else join the call? Has anyone else joined the call? Good morning, Susie. This is Monica. Good and morning. Was... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Monica. That's okay. May I put in a prayer request? Yeah, just one second. Okay, Monica, go ahead. For my brother, Harvey, I put in one before. It's heart problem. Brother Harvey, how do you spell his name? H-A-R-V-E-Y. He's having heart issues? Yes. Okay. I have that. Thank you. You're so welcome. Does anyone else join the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning, it's Diane. Good morning, Diane. Good morning, Susie. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for asking. Go on on mute. Okay. Have a wonderful and blessed day. You too. Thank you. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Anyone else join the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to the Car Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Okay, well. Good morning. It's Yvette. Oh, good morning, Yvette. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Last, last. Have a good day. Oh, me too. You know, we have a lot to be thankful for. Most definitely. <laughs> Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Is anyone else joining the call? <laughs>
the declaration will be brought by Nick. Then we will go right into the uh, then we'll go right into the declaration. Excuse me, I should say then we will go right into the closing comments too <laughs> by the declare. The scripture for today is second John one and nine. Anyone who wanders away from the teaching has no relationship with God. But anyone who remains in the teaching of Christ has a relationship with both the Father and the Son. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. I will repeat the order of the call again. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Angela. The declaration, excuse me, the declaration will be brought by Nick. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior, Angela. And oh, also, let's keep Monica's brother, Harvey, in our prayers as he is having heart issues. And I want to repeat that. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior, Angela. God bless you all. Go ahead, Angela. God bless you. God bless you all on this morning. We just thank God for another wonderful day. We thank God for another beautiful day to give him praise, to lift him up, to serve him, and to honor him on today. So let us go before the throne of grace. Father, we bless you. Hallelujah. We bless you, Father. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory. Hallelujah. For you are God and there's none other like you. There's no one else to praise, no one else to give glory to. So, Father, on this morning, we worship your name. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, on this morning, we give you glory. Hallelujah. Father, on this morning, hallelujah, we lift up your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. We have no complaint, God, but we say thank you. Hallelujah. Oh, God, we say thank you. We say thank you. We say thank you. Hallelujah. Oh, God, you are magnificent. Hallelujah. You are glorious. You are mighty. You are holy. You are the only wise God. You are the one and only. Hallelujah, wise God. You are the God. Hallelujah. The one we praise, the one we lift up, the one who covers us, the one who keeps us, the one who loves us, oh God, the one who nurtures us. You are great, hallelujah. Oh God, Father, you are our everything and everything within us is you, God, hallelujah. Oh God, you established us as your temple and you dwell in us, hallelujah. So we give you thanks on this morning. We give you praise on this morning. We say thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh God, no complaints, but thank you. We are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful. Grateful unto you on this morning. Thank you for life. Thank you for breath. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for our family. Thank you, God, for our children. Thank you for our spouses. Thank you, God, for our parents. Thank you for our siblings. Hallelujah. Oh, God, thank you, Jesus. Thank you that we can go in and come out, God. Thank you for your hedge of protection that surrounded us through the night, God. Thank you for waking us this morning, God, with you on our mind. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for our finances, God. Thank you for stewardship, God. Thank you for instructions, God. Thank you for walking us through life, God. Thank you. Thank you for every challenge, God. Thank you for every up, God. Hallelujah. Oh, God, thank you for grace when we are down, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, God, because we know everything leads to better. Hallelujah. We know that everything is a process that leads to something greater. Hallelujah. Oh, God, there is only greatness in you. Hallelujah. There's only your magnificent glory. Hallelujah. Oh, God, we give you glory and we thank you, God. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for things we don't even know you've done, God. Thank you for repairing and 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 uh, making our bodies sustainable, God. Oh, God, even through the night, God, you, you repaired cells and brain cells, God. You took care of things, God, hallelujah, that we don't even know about, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, we give you glory on this morning, God. We give you praise on this morning, God. Thank you for making ways, hallelujah, ways in the valley, ways in the desert, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you for life, God. Thank you for God ideas, hallelujah. Oh, God, thank you for instructions. Thank you for showing us the way, God. Thank you for showing us, Father, what to do, how to do. Thank you for the mind, hallelujah. Thank you for clarity and vision and understanding, God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. We praise you and we thank you and we worship you, God. We bless your name, Jesus. We praise your name, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. Oh, God, we give you glory, hallelujah. Oh, God, Father, we lift up those that are ill in their bodies, God, those that Father, have bodily things that are going on. Father, some don't know what it is, God. Oh, God, Father, for the young man with the heart issues, God, we're praying now, God. We declare victory. We declare victory. We declare victory, God, all over his body, all through the heart, the pump, God, its features, God, in and out of the muscle, God. We thank you for complete and total healing, God. We thank you for complete and restoration, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, some are suffering with back aches, oh God. Oh God, Father, organ problems, God, joint problems, God. In the name of Jesus, Father, we declare complete and total healing, God, and restoration of the body, God. We declare that the body operates as it was created to operate, God. You said healing is the children's bread and we receive it. You said we will have what we say, God. So we speak it, God. We speak a sound mind. We speak healthy joints. We speak healthy organs. We speak healthy blood flow. We speak a healthy neurological system. We speak healthy speech. We speak, Father, hallelujah, a sound mind, God. Excellent memory, God. Excellent comprehension, God, in the name of Jesus, God. All of this comes from your goodness, God. Father, we shall have what we say, God. So today, Lord, this morning, God, we're lifting you up and we're giving you praise, Father, because only praise is due unto you, God. 
in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. So this morning, God, as we take our phone off of mute, God, we come together to give you praise. We come together to lift you up. We come to you this morning, oh God, Father, lifting you, praising you, worshiping you together, God. Oh, God, Father, hear our corporate voice, God. Hear the praise go up before you, God. Hear the sound of your Hallelujah, Jesus. We magnify you, glorify you, God. We lift you, we exalt you above the earth, God. Thank you, Father. There is nobody like you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We exalt you, Hallelujah. Above the earth, God, we agree with your plan for our life on today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is thy name, You are worthy of the earth this morning. Hallelujah. You are worthy of the glory. Yes, God. We magnify you. God and we and it's a sweet aroma Hallelujah. Thank Thank you, Father. 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 Thank you
Father, we give you glory. We give you praise on this morning, God. Father, we cover our children, God. Children, we know God. Children, grandchildren. We we can put our phones on mute, please. God, children, grandchildren. Oh, God, Father, our neighbors, hallelujah, we cover our children on this morning, God. Those that are going off to school, at school, will be at school, how they travel, God. Oh, God, we lift the heads of protection around them, God. Oh, the blood of Jesus be upon them from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet, God. Oh, God, Father, we say thank you, God. We say thank you, God. We say the blood be with them, the blood before them in the name of Jesus, even on the school grounds, hallelujah. Oh, God, Father, the blood as they travel, Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, go up and down every corridor, God, every hallway, God, in the uh, the gyms, God, the rooftops, God, the offices, God, in the name of Jesus, God, every part of the campus, the blood of Jesus cover, hedge of protection, God, let your angels touch down, hallelujah, with swords drawn, God, in the name of Jesus, we bind up every sharpshooter, we bind up every demonic force with that would attempt to infiltrate the school grounds in the name of Jesus. Oh God, we give you glory, honor, and praise. So on this morning, God, we thank you for this declaration, God. We thank you, Father, hallelujah, and we honor you for your word that's coming forth on this morning. Let our souls, Father, receive your word, God. Cause us to go forth in your word, God. Cause us to open up and receive it, God, and to apply it in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we bless the declarer on this morning, God. Touch him now, God. Speak through him, God. Speak accurately, God. The blood of Jesus be with him in the mighty name of Jesus. So, God, we give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise on this morning. In Jesus' most precious and holy name we pray. Amen and amen. And I pass the call to the declarer. Good morning. Good morning. Can you guys hear me? Can you hear me good? Perfect. 
Yes, we can hear it. Perfect. Um, it's been a minute, family. Um, I just want to say good morning to every single person that's on the line. Uh, I'm pretty uh, excited and humbled to uh, you know speak today, and especially into uh, the message that I feel uh, was completely you know spirit driven uh, that the Lord gave me a couple weeks ago, and it's not an easy one. You know, it's definitely one that might you know make uh, some feel very uncomfortable. I felt very uncomfortable even as he gave it to me, as it became uh, formulated into what we're going to go into now. Um, so before I even continue, I definitely want to lead us in prayer, and then we'll just see how the Spirit moves. Father God, we just want to thank you for this morning, Lord. We want to thank you for waking us up today and just giving us the ability to get on this line, Father God. We just want to thank you for continuing to pour into us, regardless what season we are in, Lord. Whether if it's a cold one, a dry one, or a hot one, Father God, we just want to, you know, fully submit our hearts back over to you, Lord, and just to keep our eyes and our minds and our, our spirits open to what you're getting ready to speak about right now through me, Father God, because I know none of this is from me. It's all from you, Father God. So I just pray right now in this next 30, 40 minutes, Lord, that you use me as an instrument of your righteousness, Father God, in Jesus' name. Oh, man, he already got me. Um, so let's just get right into it. Uh, I know this topic this month has been in regards to radical relationships. Um, even as I started writing this, the biggest, the hardest thing actually was to come up with a title. And usually I'm always writing titles and things like that. This one was a little bit difficult. He barely gave it to me yesterday. So the title is uh, last night, actually. So the title of today's uh, declaration is called Posture of Submission. And the reason why is because I know that we're getting ready to close out the month. The end of March is already happening. If you look at it, the last three months have just flown right by us. And it's so crucial that as we have just uh, as we're getting ready to close out this month, that before we can even go into April, we have to truly make sure that we've done self-reflection as well, that we've prayed to God, not just for things, but just having him search our own hearts to make sure that you don't go into April uh, with whatever it is that might be blocking your blessing right now. So the scripture I'm going to be reading from is actually one that I've always used as reference scriptures in different um, sermons and, and declarations and stuff, but I've never, I never, for some reason, the Lord put on my heart recently to dive deeper into it. And, um, and, and now we're going to, you know, we definitely dove deep into this one. And it comes from the book of Revelations, book of Revelations, chapter 3, 15 to 16. It says, I know your works. You You are neither hot, you are neither cold nor hot. Would you, would that you were either cold or hot, so that because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. So what's happening here in this part of the book of Revelations, this is where Jesus is addressing the church of Laodicea. And just to give you uh, a quick highlight and background, not to go too deep into uh, you know, everything that's taking place around this moment. But, you know, if you've never dove in deep, just to give you a highlight, 
this particular church was like a major hub at this time. It was like a major trade trade center. They were known for business. I mean, it was popping. It's just kind of like the San Francisco Bay Area, the Port of San Francisco. You have Los Angeles. You have Miami. You have New York. So when people think about the United States, they think about the major hubs. So the Church of Laodicea at this time, uh, it was a major hub. But the whole point is, is that they had lost their saltiness. They lost touch on the one who even made those blessings possible. They forgot their identity. So here is Jesus is addressing the church of Laodicea. And how this relates to us is that because I know that uh, we could talk about divine encounters in the Bible. We could talk about radical relationships and how the Lord showed up and showed out for so many different people. You know, there's so many uh, stories in the Bible that can really, really, really get you pumped up and motivated. But the thing about motivation, though, it's like helium. It fades away. So we also have to look at the other side of the coin, the end result of what happens when our radical relationships our radical posture has gone weary and have allowed lukewarmness to creep into our walk. And that's when you realize that when you're, when, you're, when you're off the path of your purpose, when you reach a stage in your walk, regardless if you're, you've been walking with the Lord for a little bit, regardless if you're walking with the Lord for years, you know, there is a chance, there is a possibility where you might have lost your saltiness too. And where you know deep down inside that, you know what? I feel like I'm off the path of my purpose. And for some reason, I feel like there's those that are on the call, you know, who were on fire before, who did have a radical encounter with the Lord, who have built a radical relationship, but you know, deep down inside, you've been slipping, you've been become lukewarm. And you think no one will know. See, so many people like so many people, so many religious folks, or even just, just people in general, you know, who, who, who say that they're a Christian, you know, they put that Christian mask on and they try to hide it. Even after so many years of being involved with ministry, you don't want to see, have people see those blind spots. But the thing you got to remember is God sees all things and he's the one that's looking at you. He's the one that's watching you. He's the one that's seeing what's happened once you leave Sunday sermons, once you leave any kind of fellowship and when you're all in your house by yourself he's the one that's still watching and knows that you're not on fire how you were before so some example questions to ask ourselves just to uh, have some self-reflection on this call or even after this call when you're amongst yourself in your secret place these are some real real key questions to ask yourself is am i on fire how i was when i first surrendered have I been fanning the flame or has my flame burnt out? Am I still living in last year's testimony? That's a big one. A testimony is supposed to happen all the time. If you're walking in step with the spirit, you're always going to have something new to share. Another question is, have I taken God's generous blessings for granted and not use his gifts to glorify the kingdom to bring others to Jesus? So these are kind of internal questions. And truthfully, if any of these made you feel uncomfortable, then you already know the answer to the question. And these questions have become our excuses. And one of my mentors taught me a long time ago, excusitis is the deadliest disease 
on the planet, and excuses only satisfy the ones who make them. And when we look at this scripture that I started with in the book of Revelation, look what Jesus says at the end. I will vomit. In some versions, it says, in this version, it says it spits you out of my mouth. But in some versions, it says, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Now, that's so graphic because I know how it was, and I know many people could relate when we were in the world and when we, we went out for those long night sessions with our friends and, and maybe you were at the bars or the clubs and you were in the world and you just know you had too much to drink and your best friend was the toilet and you were just vomiting and just thinking about, and that's graphic and that's in detail, but when you really look at the message and look at the words Jesus chose, he says, if you're lukewarm, I will vomit you out of my mouth. And just thinking about that and just really looking how he described that, that's, that's kind of like, wow, that makes you want to wake up. So and when Jesus is talking about um, they're neither hot or cold, we're going to break those down one by one in detail. So when he's talking about cold enough, they weren't. They weren't cold enough to realize their need to repent and return to the dependence of God. So we all have to realize and look at and look at the very first time. I mean, look at think about the very first time that you had a divine encounter, that place that you were in. Your heart was so tender. He put a heart of flesh inside of you at that moment at the altar and removed your heart of stone. You had reached your tipping point where you know enough was enough, where you could hear God's voice so clearly because that was all that you had. And you had knew that you had to cast all your cares on the Lord. And he was the only one who could sustain you. And at, just like the scripture says, when you're in that posture of submission, he will never let the righteous fall when you're in that space. And, um, and when you, you had experienced a radical relationship because you were submitted, because you had emptied yourself at the altar. So when Jesus is speaking here, it relates to us. Because there are times in our walks when things aren't just going right. There's test after test, even after blessings after blessings. You can have five, ten blessings in a row and then think everything is going all good and all peachy dandy. Then, boom, you got that test. And that test isn't to break you, but it's to lift you up. And sometimes those tests, even after the blessings, you still have to realize, even in those low points, that sometimes it might be cold where inside of you, where enough where it still brings us to that place of a posture of submission. And we, we have to realize we're nothing without him. But it's the continued repentance throughout our lives that doesn't mean that we're living ungodly. All that means is that we do stumble and we do catch ourselves. We have a deep level of reverence and respect for the Lord. So cold enough is just to recognize that your radical relationship you had once is off. Because when you're lukewarm, you don't even realize that. You don't even go to the altar in that same kind of mindset, in that same heart posture how you used to. You, you, you think everything is okay. You think everything, you got it. That you don't have to worry about anything. But see, Jesus doesn't look at you as a bad thing. If knowing that, hey, you know what? You fell, you stumbled, and I see you at the feet all over again. And he knows that is okay because he realizes that you realize that he is still Lord and Savior over your life. 
So cold is actually a good thing. And then when he's talking about hot enough, hot enough to feel the spirit's direction. But here in this scripture, they were no longer hot enough to recognize the Holy Spirit's guidance. So even for ourselves, you know, you know when the Holy Ghost took over. You know, if maybe you were baptized with the Holy Ghost, maybe you, um, you know, uh, you know, you were first on fire with the Lord, and you were telling everybody about what God was had just done for you. You were telling everybody about the blessings that just took place. You were even winning souls after souls. You were telling, leading other people to Jesus. You knew when you were on fire for the Lord, and because nobody can tell you are immovable unbreakable, unshakable. You were laser focused no matter the circumstance. Even when challenges arise, you knew the blessing was around the corner because you knew it was just a time to lift you up. And the Bible says that, the Bible also says is that um, you have to be led by, when you're led, when you're led by the spirit, you will never have to gratify the desires of the flesh. And the key word is led. When you were on fire, you knew it wasn't about you. You knew God was moving. You knew the Holy Spirit was guiding you because you were following his direction. And when we look at um, this particular scripture where this uh, where led by the Spirit comes from, in Galatians, I think this part is really, really important for self-reflection. In Galatians 5.19, it says, the acts of the flesh are obvious, sexual immorality, impurity, and debauchery, idolatry, and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. And what's really key is understanding that even if you're along your walk, some people get puffed up and think that none of these things could creep back in, that none of these things can leak into their, their walk. And, you know, what's interesting is that if and one thing you have to know is that if any of these have creeped into your life, though, what's happened now is that you have allowed access and now there's a legal right that's taking place and what, what could be stumbling your walk and stumbling you from even being in a state of a coldness to repent or stumbling you to be on how fire you were before and that's why you're in a position of lukewarmness so when you're hot on fire and you know you're walking in step with the spirit you included him in all decisions you are obedient to his voice. It's like even sometimes I got to catch myself. Sometimes the Lord starts blessing me. He starts showing up and doing things and three things, five things, eight things, 12 things. And then all of a sudden I get to number 13 and I start trying to do that decision, make a decision on my own. But now I'm so receptive where I could catch myself and say, you know what, Lord, I'm sorry. I did not include you in that decision, regardless if it's a personal decision, regardless if it's a relationship, maybe you're in the dating world, regardless if you're making, getting ready to make a business decision, you don't want to be led just by the spirit of manna, that spirit of money. You want to be led with the Jesus Christ, with the Lord sitting at the CEO table with you, discussing the next strategy, discussing the next goal, discussing the next achievement, discussing the next move to make sure it's the right move that's aligned according to his will so you're not doing something that's according to your flesh, and that's key. But something has happened along the way as you're going through all of this that you only know. 
And, and, and this is the part where you have to dig deep because the Holy Spirit will reveal it to you. The Bible says the Holy Spirit will teach you all things. He's the one that will search your heart. He's the one that will show you and make things risen up. It's almost like an onion. An onion. How do you peel an onion? You peel it one layer at a time. You might start off on your walk and you might not see layer number three. But as you continue to walk, as you continue to stay on your hotness, even sometimes in the coldness, he'll start peeling new layers and new layers and new layers because it's a never-ending process because he's taking you through refinement. He's building you and burning things out of you as your uh, walk continues, and he can't reveal it to you all at once. He does it one step at a time because he knows you can't handle it all at once. But what's key is making sure that, you know, you don't walk in that lukewarmness. Now, when we get into lukewarmness, this type of person is half-hearted. This type of – the Bible says that a double-minded person is unstable in all his or her ways. And this is the part where, you know, even in – you know, um, where, where you begin to compromise. You begin to compromise with worldly standards and behaviors, and you soon resemble the surrounding society more than God's kingdom. This is the part where lukewarm warmness, where you begin to become weary. You begin to start giving up. You start going through the motions, but, and, and you have to understand that a radical relationship means a radical posture. A radical relationship means a radical mindset. A radical relationship means a radical encounter. A radical relationship means a radical surrender. And for today's call, this radical relationship means a restored relationship, a radical reconciliation between you and the Lord, going back to him saying, here I am, Father God, and to be restored back up into a right relationship with the Lord that you know you need to be in, that you know you've been operating from a standpoint of lack instead of a standpoint of submission. And when we look at restoration, restoration is always in abundance. When something is restored, it is always better than it was to begin with. And God's promises to us is always going to be better. So when he's restoring you, he are always going to be better than who you were before. But if you know that you were there and any of your old personality creep back in, then that's a, sh a, pretty, a pretty definite sign that definitely some uh, – a little bit of lukewarmness is spilled into your life and your heart in some way, you know. And the biggest question, and that's why, which leads me to this part, is that the biggest question that we need to ask ourselves is that when it does happen, like, you know, hey, I'm humble enough to say there's been times I've had some lukewarmness. Even in the last couple of months, there's a little, little bit of lukewarmness, but I've been able to catch it because of the question that I asked myself, and this is a big question to ask yourself too, is how did I even get here? How did I lose that spark? How come it feels like the flame has gone out? And this is the part where you have to watch yourself talk. This is the part where maybe the spirit of slumber has crept in. This is the part where maybe the spirit of pride has kept it, crept in. This is the part where maybe somebody curses have stepped in, where people have said things against you and you believe them. And now these demons, these things behind the scenes, the world that you can't see is feeding on that. 
telling you it's true, telling you you'll never become something, telling you that that promise that God gave you isn't real. Oh, no wonder why you're stumbling. These are things that are very important to realize because they open up doorways. They allow the enemy and the demons to feed on it, just like I said, and it grows. It creates a legal access, and until you recognize it, until you accept them, that radical relationship you once had has turned into a radical stumbling block. And just to be humble, just like I told you, I deal with this stuff too. I just dealt with it a few months ago where all kinds of little interesting moments were taking place over the holidays, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, tests and spirits from relationships to all kinds of stuff. And, and I got to a point in January where I was just like, man, this is crazy. There's so many things that have happened so quickly and I just need to get to the throne quickly. So what I did was I got, to, I decided to say, you know what, Lord, I'm ready to empty myself in a different way. And I went through a 21 day Daniel fast and I, he took me on this like pathway. I dove deeper than I ever did before where I was able to hear God's voice so clearly. And I knew that my personal radical relationship with the Lord was off. And I knew that I was accepting other people's curses from manipulation and I caught it. And I brought it to the father and he took me down this path where I was like, wow, and even dealt with even old soul ties that I knew that I didn't even deal with before. And the self-deliverance took place, though, and he freed me. Then blessing after blessing took place, and so much stuff has happened since then from new businesses to, um, you know, God even upgrading me my car so randomly, you know, to, uh, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff. And this, this call isn't about me. This is about you. The whole point is, is that once I did this, once I got to in a state of uh, submission, a posture of submission, once I dove deeper, once I did self-reflection, once I started realizing, you know what, there's some doorways that have been open, you know, and the hedge of protection is cracked, but he can't take over what's going on in my heart. And I had to go to the altar. I had to reclose it because there obviously was an open case. And as I went through this, this uh, thing, you know, uh, this 21 day fast, you know, um, the case was closed and my relationship was restored with the Lord. Has it been easy since? Of course not. Has there been more blessings? Absolutely. Has there more been more revelations? Of course. Has the enemy tried to get away? You better believe it. Just last week, he, I, my whole, I couldn't even talk for the last four or five days. I was wondering if I was even going to be able to get on this call because I knew that this message today was so crucial and he brought me through and I'm still speaking right now. Now, as we go deeper now, okay, now, and we came, we're reading from the book of Revelation, chapter 3, uh, you know, right around uh, verse 15. But if you go a couple of verses after where it says Revelations, uh, the chapter 3, verse 18, it says, I counsel you to buy from me gold refined by fire so that you may be rich and white garments so that you may clothe yourself and the shame of your nakedness may not be seen and salve to anoint your eyes so that you may see those whom I love, I reprove and discipline, so be zealous and repent. 
So there's a few key points here that you want to be able to pay attention to as he began to reveal this to me, you know, and before we even wrap up is number one is that the, the, this, this particular church is they were blind. They were blind because of the Lord's blessings. They became puffed up. And instead of staying rooted in the deep spiritual need that must occur daily, that they were they couldn't see what was going on with the Lord anymore. They were blind. They were they thought the blessings were coming from them without starting to realize they needed to repent. Uh, and that's why even the Bible says that we carry our crosses daily. So just like here, the people in the the people of Laodicea began to look like the world around them. They became so blind where they became a thermometer, thermometer, and not a thermostat. See, somebody taught me this a long time ago, and I love this. This is a perfect concept because you're either a thermometer or you're a thermostat. See, when you're a thermometer, when you look at a thermometer, a, therm a thermometer adjusts to the world around them. Okay, you know, so in a thermostat, the world, uh, you, you, as you're, it, when you go to a, ther a thermostat, the thermostat, you're adjusting the temperature. You, if, you, if it's cold 50 degrees in your house and you adjust that temperature to 70 degrees, then you know what? That entire house has to adjust to you because you set the tone. So a question you got to ask yourself, are you a thermometer or are you a thermostat? Are you walking into rooms where others have to adjust to your temperature because the anointing is so strong? Whatever you walk into, people can just feel it. Or are you walking into these rooms and now you've just adjusted to the world around you? So see, like here, Jesus is talking about how they were so blind to their own spiritual condition and didn't have the vision of how they could use their wealth and benefits to spread God's message. Because remember, the church of Laodicea was successful. They got it from God. They were blessed by God, but they weren't using it to advance the kingdom. And there's so many people who even who I see in business who say that they're Christians, they get all of this success, but what are you doing to use those benefits to give back to the kingdom? Even for me, I had to realize that lady. I said, look, you've given me so many gifts in marketing and sales and all these things. And yes, I can sell houses. Yes, I can do all these things. I could sell a book to a blind man, snow to an Eskimo, because those are the things that he's given me. But now it's time to use those things in the kingdom. And now he's given me a, a whole other business that is completely to advance the kingdom into with, with youth ministry and things like that. But you know, um, like I said, it's not about me. It's about everybody on the call. Now, the second thing from this verse from uh, Revelation 3.18, it says, talks about being naked. So they were naked in that they were no longer clothed with the power and purity of God. They were unable to see their prosperity was not evidence of God's blessing. That's powerful. Number three. It talks about they weren't rich towards him. So like this church, they were wealthy, like I said, but their hearts were towards their own pride and dependence on their own abilities and resources, forgetting that God is the one 
who placed those gifts inside of them. So sometimes you might have some lukewarmness, and it relates just like this, where you start to start, just like I said earlier, you're starting to rely on your own abilities. You're starting to not include God at the table of the decision-making. You're starting to make all the decisions on your own, but he's saying to be rich towards him because the rich Jesus is talking about has to do with our faith that can't be corrupted and was worth far more than worldly riches. And when he's talking about in this scripture, this is something brand new I didn't know about where they talked about anointing the eyes. So it says here, just to recap, it says, um, and salve to anoint your eyes so that you may see. So what I learned is that it, at this time with the Church of Laodicea, they were known for producing this famous eye salve or ointment, but only God, the reason why he used it, because they had, they, had, they had produced it, they had created it, and yes, it was helping people out, but they were relying on their own strength. But and what God is saying here is, but only God could help them see their true condition. So when he's talking about anointing the eyes, he was using that as a relating standpoint to let them know. It's like, let me anoint your eyes. You guys are thinking you're the one anointing all these other people's eyes. You're thinking you're healing all these people, but let me anoint your eyes a little bit so you can see, so you can see the true condition of what's taking place, so you can receive the clarity of sight that only comes from the yielding and guidance of the Holy Spirit and holding on to God's worm. So, uh, uh, word. So, in order to uh in, in so in order to avoid being lukewarm we always have to ask ourselves are we in alignment with the lord's will or have i drifted and become like the world around me so in closing just remember what he says at the very end he said those whom i love i reprove and discipline so be zealous and repent so he's even if you're going through this even if something made you feel uncomfortable, you need to know he loves you and he is just reproving you and disciplining you because of that type of love. And look at the last word. It says, repent. All you got to do is just turn around and look inside yourself. Maybe you got to do something radical like me and go fast for, you know, maybe it's a few days. Maybe it's 10 days. Maybe it's 21 days. And I, I was on the call yesterday when hearing Dion talking about, you know, uh, some people think to go fast and they think, oh, okay, I'm just going to just not go on Facebook for seven days. I'm just not going to do something for seven days. No, my friend. That's not fasting at all. You're still feeding the flesh instead of feeding the spirit because the day you begin to fast, the day you begin to start, you know, you, you begin to, regardless if it's a water fast, a Daniel fast, you put the flesh to your feet and the spirit moves in ways that you will never be able to understand. But what's more important, if you go through this type of process and you allow him to search, you say, hey, God, search my heart. Am I cold or lukewarm? or hot, if I'm lukewarm, show me what's preventing it. Show me what kind of doorways that might have possibly been open. Show me something that maybe I haven't dealt with before in my past. Maybe it's unforgiveness. This is the part where you begin to take inventory, write those things down, then you bring it to the throne room, and then you plead your case because the Bible says that you have an advocate 
That advocate is your fighter. That advocate is the one who's going to stand next to you. That advocate is the Holy Ghost that's living inside of you right now as we're on this call, as you're walking, as even if you're walking in your lukewarmness, the Holy Spirit's already inside of you. He just wants you to be the one to step up and plead your case too. He'll fight you, help you fight your battles. He's going to be there right there with you, but he's looking for that posture of submission. He's looking for you to pour your heart out. He's looking for you to get on your knees again and get in fetal position at the throne room, right at the feet of the cross, how you were at the very, 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 very beginning. So that's basically it. You know, I hope this message uh, touched somebody. I hope there was at least one thing that, that you got out of it. But um, I'm pretty much wrapped up, and we can open up the call. And uh, I'd like to uh, uh, um, uh, say if there's anybody on the call who didn't introduce himself at the very beginning, that would be your time to do so. And we'd love to say hello to you. Good morning. Yolanda's here. Good hey. morning. This is Leonia. Great decoration. Good morning. Good morning. Amen. Good morning, Mr. Catherine. What's that? Go ahead. Go ahead, Catherine. Good morning. This is Humble Al. That was right on time. Sister, thank you. Praise God. Amen. Amen. And who was the other sister right there that had you spoke? Shonda. It's, it's good Hello, to hear good your morning. voice. God bless you. <laughs> yeah, amen. Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning, this is Jubilee and Juliet. That was a powerful message. Good morning. Amen. Thank you, Miss. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Brother Dick. This is Foxy. Go ahead. This is what? Go ahead. You go ahead. Who is that? Hey, it's Moxie. Hey, how you doing? Great declaration. Great declaration. Amen. Amen in Jesus' name. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Thursday. I mean, yeah, Thursday. <laughs> and yeah, God yeah, bless Thursday. everyone in the car. Oh. Yeah, yeah. God bless you. Does anybody else want to say hello? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, it's Persistent Priscilla, straight from the throne. Awesome declaration. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning, Priscilla. Hey, hey, Nick. Oh, my God, brother. It's Diddy. Wow. Hey, how you doing? Good morning, Nick. It's Rochelle. Thorough exam. Oh, to God be the glory. Great share. Oh, man. Amen. Jesus' name. Anyone else who wants to say hello or good morning? Good morning, Brother Go ahead. Good morning, Brother Nick. This is uh, Brother Daryl. Awesome declaration, Brother. Thank you for sharing. Amen. Good morning. Anyone else wants to say hello? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Moni. Great message. I really like the reference to the thermometer and the thermostat. So you did good today. Amen. Good morning. 
Good morning, Brother Nate. Good morning, Declare Victory. God bless you all this morning. Good morning. Good morning, Brother Nate. That was an amazing share. God bless you, Brother. Thank you. Good morning. Anybody else want to say hello? All right. So um, I guess at this part, this is the part where we open up the call and um, allow to hear everybody else's sound and, uh, you know, just let me know what what you think Um, or if there was one thing that kind of stood out to you the most and, and we'll just kind of go from there. So you you just gonna get up early on a Thursday morning and um, have everybody interrogating their faith walk on a Thursday? <laughs> okay. I have to. Uh, I have to. I'm a I'm a right, dog dad fine. now. I'm supposed to be playing with the with the with the dog over here. My dog is wondering. This guy's going crazy. I never heard him preach before. I love it. Tell tell Moses. Moses gonna have the Holy Ghost soon and very soon. You hear me? <laughs> he he needs it because he's a little wacko. Uh uh. All right, amazing <laughs> share, bro. It is so dope um, to hear you becoming the man of God that can operate in power and authority and submitted humble heart posture to the Father um, in an effort to empower others. Amazing share. I'm shutting up now. Love you. Love you too. Good morning, Brother Nick. This is Kind Kim. Um, just want to let you know that I really, really enjoyed your declaration this morning. <clears throat> and as the sister referenced, I um, I really like how you associated the thermostat and the thermometer. And God was speaking to me in so many ways through your entire declaration. Um, not feeling my best. I'm a little short of breath, so bear with me. But okay. as you were speaking of that thermostat, you know, it's kind of like we put other people in jeopardy sometimes when it comes to our walk if we are not truly lined up um, with what God wants us to do. So I personally was referencing um, in my spirit the citizenship that we all talk about. We're quick to say mm. we have the dual citizenship, which means that we, once we become, you know, Christians, we have a new birth certificate. We're now members of the body of Christ, you know, um, a whole new kingdom. But as I was sitting there listening to your um, the declaration, it started reminding me of things that come along with our citizenship. So when we're born in this country, we get a social security card, we get identification. And so I started thinking about that social security card and that's the numbers that identify us as individuals. And I just say, God, you know, I wanna be in those numbers when the saints come marching in. You know, I mm. need to evaluate myself. I need to make sure that I'm not getting in a place where I'm lukewarm. And so then it hit me with the identification when you said, you know, have you lost your identity in Christ? And I started thinking about that driver's license that we get based on our certification and, and birth certificate, just being citizens. So we have permission to have reigns over certain things when we are in um, a certain citizenship, right? So I was thinking, okay, if I don't follow the laws of the land, I'm going to get my driver's license revoked. And sometimes mm. I might even get a restricted license if I do something 
that is violating what is my requirement. Now, I could get on the road and go 70 in the 35, but is that what I'm supposed to be doing? You know what I mean? So sometimes you get away with it. But the one thing about that driver's license or that license to be in the kingdom citizenship, God is always present. And what I love about my driver's license, or shall I say my license in the kingdom of heaven, is that I don't have to be the driver. I get to be the passenger. All I got to do is sit back and follow his lead. He's in control. You know, if I have a violation, all I got to do is come to him and say, God, help me, forgive me. So I'm just being transparent today with the fact that I feel my spirit getting a little bit lukewarm. You know what I mean? A lot of stuff has been going on around me as far as family and not necessarily with me personally, to be honest, but being an empath, I tend to carry the weight of others. And so instead of Mm. embarking all of the things that God has allowed me to embark upon him, I have begun to carry it as an individual. So I just thank you for the reflection and the reminder that I will be spewed out like vomit. If I don't stay in position being on fire, I will get my driver's license revoked. I will be naked. I'll be out there in the wilderness driving around in my car looking left and right to see Who's coming to devour me? But I already know it's the enemy. He's coming to get me. The popos, they coming to get me. If I'm not doing right, right? So I yeah. thank God for people like you who can come and just boldly bring the word. I thank God for the depth of perception that he's placed within you to um, adhere to the word and to share the word. So I appreciate you. I always appreciate your declaration. I love you, wow. my brother. Keep pressing on. And I just really, really thank you for your word this morning. It has touched me in a, in a mighty way. Man, you hit, uh, hey man, you hit so many points. Like when you talked right now, the one scripture, like I, I have it written down, um, you know, because uh, it's actually, you know, uh, you know, I'm getting ready to launch a, a Christian clothing line, you know, that's geared towards youth. And, and one of the ones that, I'll, one of the designs are, are actually based a, around uh, something similar that you had talked about. And the, as far as like knowing who we come from, you know, and, uh, um, you know, it, it reminds me of the verse 1 Peter 2 9. It says, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of the darkness into his marvelous light. And that's the part where it's like what you just talked about, just kind of like, you know, really, 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 really made me think about this scripture because I think many times, like, even when we begin to get lukewarm a little bit, um, we do lose sight of our identity and we have to be reminded that we're chosen, you know, because even the Bible says that many are called or few are chosen. And um, and knowing we come from a royal bloodline, we come from royalty, you know, just like uh, it's so interesting, like 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 my dog, like I just I'm a dog dad now. OK, and my dog is a, a Doberman purebred 100 percent. He comes from like a purebred line. So it's like, it's the same, it's like, it's almost, it's such a good analogy because that's who we are. We have royal blood from the kingdom, from Jesus, from the Lord flowing through our veins right now. But the big question is, is what are we going to do with it? And if we're going to remain humble as we're doing it, because I've gotten in those same things lately where, you know, I almost feel a little bit lukewarm. And then I got to get cold again, get in that fetal position. Then he lifts me up and stuff like that. So, you know, I really, really appreciate the things that you just said right now, because they were also double confirmation for even myself, too. 
you know, um, so I appreciate that. Um, is there anybody else on the line that wants to share? Hello, hello. Good morning. Hey. That was a great, great declaration. I was just in here, and um, as you were speaking, you know, uh, it had, this is Catherine. Um, it had touched hey, me in so many different ways. And I had thought about uh, last week when um, God had woke me up and the Holy Spirit woke me up and uh, at 3 in the morning. And he wow. put on my heart to um, pray, pray for um, restore, restore. And um, mm. I was praying, and, you know, this was confirmation and add on to what needs to be restored. And I'm like cold. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, at, the, at, at his feet again, you know. And you said something about, um, Lord, thank you, Jesus. You said something about motivation. It's like um, healing them. It'll fade away, you know, if we don't continue to feed feed ourselves, we'll, you know, the, the, the fire will fade away, you know. So um, you just said a lot in this that really helped me, you know, and I'm going to sit back and meditate and let God re-speak to me on what you said. But it was a beautiful declaration. I appreciate you and thank you so much. Amen. Now, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, what you just said was really, 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 really cool, you know, um, you know, cause it is like that sometimes where, you know, motivation is, it is, it's like helium. You know, when you look at helium, we've all grabbed the balloon, put it in our mouth and we make the squeaky little voice and then it, it fades away. And that's exactly how motivation, some people go to pl- things just to get pumped up and, and they never get to the root of the issue. You know, and so many people don't even want to go in those dark spots. You know, it's tough. You know, like the stuff I just went in 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 January. The this this whole little purification process that God took me through. It definitely took me to some dark places. Dark places where I didn't know I had dealt with. I'd never dealt with before. And uh, dark places that where I was just like, gosh, you know, I you know you, you know yeah, I got baptized with the Holy Ghost, speaking tongues, and all that. But that part, I, he. You know, it, it wasn't revealed to me until now, you know, because now he's trusting me with more and especially what's getting ready to happen, uh, you know, with uh, the, this personal ministry. I have to make sure that I'm in line with his will, you know. So, um, you know, you said a lot of key things, too, miss. So God bless you. Uh, is there anybody hey, else you'd love to share? Yeah. Hello. Yeah, Nick, it's Didi. Oh, my God. I'm at the school. I had to come outside. First of all, sir, when you said... <laughs> When you said, if you still on your last year's testimony, I promise you, I had to crack up laughing because if you are still stuck there, you haven't had any other tests and trials, you know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you for that reminder. And then just the whole lukewarm. I think everybody on this call should be able to relate to that. You don't always stay at that same place of fire because life happens and things will will test you. And like you said, slipping back into some of those old characteristics, because we're still who we are. You know what I mean? Water baptized, speaking in tongues, all of it. But you will get right. tested. So and, and that vomit analogy, I was like, if you don't get out of my business, because the toilet tr- truly was my friend. Oh, Lord, if you can't <laughs> help me with this, right? Knowing I was going to go do the same thing the next weekend. But he still is God. And his grace is still sufficient. So what I appreciate what you're saying and I want to connect with you because your clothing line is so necessary. This generation, I have, my children are 30, everybody's 27 to 33, 
and it's so necessary. So that closing line is so needed because it's a message that's needed. You know what I mean? Because it, oh my God, I have tears in my eyes just thinking about how you shared and even the, the test, which you just ha happened. I'm 54. I get tested every, I was tested this morning to watch my mouth and not say what I really want to say to my husband. So when you go to bed and the house is clean and you wake up and it looks like he had a party and it's just him, don't let the enemy, you know, sway you into that. So I appreciate you. And I always look forward to you when you share. And I'm glad the enemy got punked because he thought you weren't going to be able to open your mouth. And you did. That's because that's that Bay Area in you. I love you so much. And I'm so grateful that you got, you got the cooties and Tanya got you together. Like she's getting me together. I love you, Nick, so much. And <laughs> your business is going to blow up. Amen. Amen. No, it's been like it's 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 and, and it's been challenges even with that. Like I I was actually supposed to launch a month ago, and yeah, I ended up getting almost scammed by a company that was supposed to do all my stuff. I ended up getting I invested some money. I ended up getting it back. It almost turned ugly. I had to redo everything again from scratch. Brand new designs, brand new website, brand new everything, and I'll be prepared to launch. Uh, now it's coming out real real cool, you know, and uh. I'll be doing everything a little bit different in-house and stuff. So, uh, you know, I'll be launching probably at the end of April, first week of uh, uh, probably definitely by my birthday, by May 7th is what I'm looking at. And, um, yeah, it's going to be called Army of God Attire, you know, dot com. So just to let you know. So. Okay. I definitely will be looking out. I'll be looking out yeah. for that. Absolutely. Anybody else want to share? Yes. Good morning, Nick. This is Angela. Good morning. Hey, good Whoa. morning. I knew when you said it's going to make you uncomfortable, you might start feeling, I was like, mm -hmm. radars went up. But listen, I don't know. So when you said, now, you know, we've heard the scripture, the Lord, the lukewarm, and the Lord will you out of his mouth what grabbed me and what I dove into I said I must study it number one if he can spew us out that means that he carries us that we're in him he can't spew us out you can't spew out something that's not in you mm, you can't vomit I didn't even think something. about that that's good bro that's mm. deep I'm like lord wait a minute and then I said, God, I just felt so, I was said, Lord, because I had been so, this morning, I'll be transparent this morning, I overslept. I heard the text. I looked, I was like, it was really this morning. I have been, and then when you talked about slumber, and it hit me like a rock, I said, that is what it has been. I have been oversleeping. I was like, Lord, what is wrong? Why am I just so tired and oversleeping? I thank God. I, you know, I know given declarations, we don't know how it's going to drop, how it's going to hit. But I thank God for this declaration on this morning. It's the simple stuff. We can pray and we can ask him, Lord, this, that, and the other, what, 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 haven't heard from you, blah, blah, blah. You can hear one thing. It will unlock and unleash you and just catapult you. And those two things this morning did that for me. But I have to dive into that, spew you out. That means we are in him. I'm sorry. Mm. I cannot let that go. I'm like, Lord, you're going to have to break this down to me. That, 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 it, it does so much. It makes me feel so loved by him. It makes me feel carried by him. I'm in him that, that, 
that's so deep. Anyway, I don't want to keep up the time, but. No, that's deep. I had to write that down. I'm adding that in here. I was like, I didn't even think Man. about that part. That's like a, that like takes it to a, you know, that's, that's all. Probably adds another 10, 15 minutes to the message, you know, for sure. Uh, you know, uh, that's, that's really good. I, I yeah. love that. I love what you just said. That's powerful. Man, so, yeah, it's good to hear you. God bless you. We'll be looking for your line, looking to support, and um, thank God for you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Amen. You too. Hey, Nick, it's Rochelle. Um, oh, hey, Rochelle. before I forget, hey, when you when you do launch, make sure that you connect with Dion so we can post it in all the rooms so we can get it out there. Um, I Absolutely. myself and no, Didi is one too, that we rock Jesus where religiously <laughs> we do it because it's, it's another form of ministry it's another form of getting the message out and we can't wear it if we don't have it in us so um but as you begin to um I, I I'm like Angela I knew when you started and you began to pray the Holy Spirit came on in the room and sat down I said okay pay attention and then you, and what he dropped in my spirit was a thermal check and you talked mm. about that. You talked about the thermostat and then the uh, the um the temperature gauge and the thermostat. But then Angela came back and said about he carries us. But you know when you mm-hmm. spew something out, it comes from all the stuff that's down in you. So not only is it just you know within your um, salivary glands in your mouth, but it had to come from somewhere deep down. So that was so dope, just how the connection, how the Holy Spirit puts it together. And, you know, when you, um, coming from a background of medical, you know, when you are sick, they ask you, did you take your temperature? Are you hot or are you cold? And that gives them a a prognosis as to what direction to look in. Um, If you're cold, then that means something's shutting down. If you're hot, then that means something is overacting and there's an infection or something going in. But that, your declaration this morning just dropped so many jewels. So to God be the glory, be encouraged. Um, Know that we are supporting you and you are on fire. So don't stop because you encouraged me. Restored, renewed, resilient, revived. So I appreciate you. God bless you. Amen. Thank you so much. Wow. Is there anybody else who wants to say anything? Hey, Nick. Good morning, Brother Oh, go ahead, Sonia. I'll go for you. Hey, sis. I, I think Angela made it even go deeper for me because when she said that we were in him and if we in him, he, he spewed you out your mouth, out his mouth, that means we've not only disconnected from him, that means we've lost our flavor. That means the salt. Because huh. he said we are the salt of the earth. So if you no longer are the salt of the earth, that means you have lost your flavor. Right. So so you no longer, so he has to screw you out of his mouth. So you have to come back and you have to go back and get the, you have to go back to your first love. You have to go back to where you first, he first found you. And get that salt back so that flavor can come back. So Angela took it deeper. Wow. Wow. I'm writing all this down too. And I think there was someone else who was trying to say something. 
Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, this is Christina. I just thank you again for your for your share. You had so many so many different nuggets. Um but when you said that Jesus is our advocate in in the court. Mm-hmm. It was a confirmation of so many different things, but um um yesterday I was looking at first John two and one and it says that we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ. So, you know, when we think about being on fire for the Lord, when we think about the inheritance and the stamp that He's putting us through the Holy Spirit, um, whenever you do feel lukewarm, just like a fire that's going down, how does the fire get back hot? It gets fed wood, right? So we have to right. feed ourselves with that word. We got to constantly. Stay connected and plugged in. We gotta constantly be in the throne room. We gotta constantly be in a posture of humility so that we will never be in a position where we get so far removed or filled with pride that we lose that flame, that pure flame that he gave us when we first received him as our Lord and Savior. So um just thank you for the reminder that just just stay humble. Stay stay knowing Amen. that we need him, you know. Thank you. Oh, uh, uh, that's crucial because, like, like, and this is one that I I thought about is when you're talking, it's it is important because sometimes people will just light the fire and they just just see the fire and they're like, okay, the, I'm already on fire, but they forgot the verse that talks where Paul's addressing Timothy and he says to fan the flame. So it's like it's like okay, well you're on fire, but are you fanning the flame though? You know, because if you're not fanning it, eventually that flame is just going to burn out. You know, it is what it is, you know, um, you know, but uh, um, yeah, fanning the flame, fanning the flame comes from, you know, us, you know, staying, not just staying rooted in the word, but also, you know, uh, practicing our lifestyle when we're on the streets, when we're interacting with other people, are your fruits of the spirit shining to others, you know, um, you know, I've seen Christians, you know, I mean, yeah, a couple of years ago, I went on a date with, a, uh, I was trying to get to know somebody. I thought she was a Christian and everything. And I went to the restaurant and she treated the server like, you know, terrible. And I was just like, wow, you know, that wasn't too Christ-like. And then I gave her another chance. She did it again. And I was like, okay, well, I guess this is something where I have to exit from, you know, because I obviously I didn't see no fanning, no flame, you know, so Fanning the flame comes from fasting. Fanning the flame comes from our uh, our praying. You know, there's so many different ways to fan the flame. You know, but if you're not fanning the flame, you're, it's going to burn out no matter how you look at it. It is what it is. But I appreciate that, what you just said. I just thought about that. But um, is there anybody else who wants to share something? Nick, it's Diddy again. Man, let me tell you something. What you just said, I'm laughing over here. I'm on peace <laughs> this morning. Too, so, so pray my strength in the Lord. So when you're going on that date and, and, and you're saying you, you trust you trust her uh, Christ thermometer, Christ like thermometer, it's a whole bunch of rude Christians, but that's a whole other declaration. But what I wanted to say um, to you is the the humbling part. Because there's so many things that we go through and if we're not careful because we, you know, we like you said, we were on fire, we were winning souls and we were just, and then it, it, gets, it gets, gets turned down a little bit. So it's simmer. And so for me, the, the the humbling part will happen because if you don't if you're not careful because you think you're on fire you think you got it all together so something will happen 
God will humble you. And that's not what we want. We don't want God to do it. We want to humble ourselves because pride can get you caught up too. And so when you think right. you're up and, and the Daniel fast and the fasting from whatever you fast from, because the fast is big to me. You can fast. My pastor says it all the time. Fasting, but you're not doing a heart posture check. You might as well go ahead and eat a pork chop because you have, there's exactly. more to it than just fasting. And you don't have to always tell people you're fasting either, right? You just have to really get in tune. So like everybody is saying, Rochelle, everyone, this message this morning was so lit. Like I'm going to um, play. I can't wait to listen to it again. So I just yeah. thank you. And, and I definitely will connect with, like I said, my son, um, they, they launched all kind of clothing lines. He's a musician. He just got back. Thank you, Jesus. He was in um, Amsterdam for two weeks and he just made it back and he brought back some apparel. And some of it is Christian based and some of it is not, but he rocks it all and his music will. So you're going to have support from this side. Just know that I'm excited. I'm so excited. Amazing. I appreciate that. You know, it's like, you know, like what, 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 like at the beginning of the year when I, when I, when he, when he took me down, like you know, this like you know, uh, self reflection and self inventory. This like I, I fasted so many times. Like every time I fast, like something happens, like radical stuff happens, and like, like literally. And um, but this one was the most intimate fast that I ever, ever, ever did, ever. And um, you know, I never, never dove this deep before. And it was just, it was just, it was real, real cool, you know, because the Bible also says that one scripture where I think some people only see it one-sided and there's two sides to it, where even Jesus, where he, the disciples were trying to, you know, they couldn't cast out a demon. And then Jesus uh, ended up having to step in and cast it out. And he says, yeah, well, this type only comes out from prayer and fasting. You know what I mean? So it's just like, that's one thing where some people will look at that scripture and they'll be like, okay, well, you know, I need to do this so I could do it on other people. But what about the ones that might be lingering still inside of you, though? You know, what if what about the ones? And it's not saying that, you know, um, that you're going to be doing all this evil stuff and doing all these things. But there could be that one thing that you didn't, you know, you, you never, you know, dealt with before. And it, it might only come out and be revealed to you through prayer and fasting. You know, that's just the way it is. And that's that's what happened to me in January, for sure, you know. But uh, is good there morning. anybody else who wants to say anything? Go ahead. Yeah, good morning. good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Tanya, not Tanya. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> Don't get um, it. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I love you so much. I'm so proud of you. Um, Angie just completely threw me off. And I don't know who that was who said something about the salt. I don't know if that was Sonia or it sounded like her. I don't know who it was. But I immediately thought about, huh? Oh, I thought somebody was saying something. I immediately thought about, um, I make cornbread in our house quite often. Mm-hmm. My dad loves cornbread. Um, Nick, you have my cornbread? No, but I need some. I'm going to have to make you some cornbread. We're going to have to get together. Anyway, um. I make corn, so I'll make, usually I'll bake it, but I also do hot water cornbread. They like that too. So, but if you, I don't know if you've ever tasted something, uh, cake, oatmeal, grits, and I put sugar in my grits, <laughs> mm-hmm. or uh, even, even cornbread, you for, and, and you forget to put the salt in it, or you don't put enough, mm-hmm. it's like, ugh, you want to spit it out immediately. Um, that's the first thing I thought about when whoever said that about the salt. We are the salt of the earth, but like the 
but God carries us. Oh my God, Angie, you really, really messed me up. But that's not really what I want to focus on. <laughs> I'm about to be messy. Um, <laughs> well, first of all, as you were <laughs> as you were talking, I couldn't help but remember the image at 3016 Keith Drive. I could, I could, I just, I just couldn't immediately. Um, that's what came to mind, and to be able to, um, to be able to see God. You know, to to be able to go from a mentor to now a mentee um, is is pretty incredible. In in your lifetime, in, in my lifetime, to see that happen, um, it's it's such a blessing, and it's such a, I'm just honored just to have a little bitty smidgen um, of something to do with your life, and even how it first started off in a completely different um, uh, a com- for completely different other reasons. Um, <laughs> and now, to, now, now to have, now to see who you become. So this is March Madness. We've been talking about relationships. Nick is single. He's eligible. And anybody that's looking for an eligible husband, first of all, you're going to have to go through me. Then you're going to have to go through maybe Dion or somebody else. But, but Nick is absolutely somebody's husband. I'm just saying, if we talk about radical relationships, bye. <laughs> And he's off the hook. Good morning, Nick. Good morning. Okay. Um, I wanted to piggyback a little bit on lukewarm. And um I, I know the um Didi was talking about said a little bit about lukewarm, but um also I wanna uh, say that Pastor um Dion, she would always talk about how um, you know, how to approach people it's very um very cautious be very you know be nice about how you approach people so i had went um i was going to the um dollar store to pick up me some batteries and um there's this man he was sitting on the edge and he was speaking low and so i had to come up to him a little bit and i said what you say and he said me and my wife we stay in the car and we're hungry and i said oh okay and I said, I'll see what I can do. And then so I went and got this food, spent $24. And then when I went into the store, as I was getting the basket going into the store, I kind of looked and I seen him get up and I said, okay, he's going to go tell his wife. And so when I come back, you know, I thought he was going to be there. So I went and got all this food, got a... a a, a, a round container to put the ice and stuff in so his their stuff can stay cold as long. But when I went and after I purchased everything and I went back, it was nowhere to be found. And so I said, okay, Jesus, did I say anything wrong? Or did I approach him wrong? Did I, did I respond wrong? I got all this stuff and, you know, he's nowhere to be found. And the reason I brought that up because I was like, okay, well, I'm not lukewarm because my spirit, um, you know, heard him when he was saying he was hungry and stuff like that. And I wasn't being selfish, so I wanted to go out and give him something, but he was nowhere to be found. So I'm like, okay, that's strange. So I went and looked up and down all the cars. I went yesterday, looked for him to see if he was there and he was nowhere to be found. So I've got all this food in my car trying to figure out what happened to him, where he went. So mm. I just kept it in the car, and then when I um, did my client, I did a client yes t- yesterday, 
So I seen a lady sitting on the edge and I asked her, I said, do you need some food? She said, yeah, because I don't have no more money. I don't have no, no nothing. And I'm hungry and stuff like that. So I gave her what I, I did because there was some stuff that I bought that I didn't want to go bad. I put in my car, but I gave her enough where she was happy and satisfied. And then I said to myself again, I was sitting in bed. I said, well, I'm not lukewarm because man, I'm going through, going through at my job. There's just one client that we have and she act like she's on speed. And what happened is the <laughs> medicine is out of her system. And I'm telling you, I get to work at 1130. There's one time I get to work at 1130. She's nonstop until the next morning. And I'm like, Lord, what am I going to do? So what I what he's trying to teach me and what my mentor is saying is, this is the time for you to, you got to start praying. You got to start using God and you got to start talking to God. And I'd be trying to do that. And it's like, God, what to do is, and she's like, wind up. I mean, I have never seen nothing like this before. And I'm like, oh my goodness, she's pushing dressers down. She's doing this and she's doing that. And all because they, the, the um, medicine wasn't in her system. And I had wanted to share all that because I was saying to myself, I'm like, well, I'm not lukewarm because I'm going through trials and tribulations. So I guess I'm in a good place. So that's all I wanted to share. Yeah, you are because you're acting, you're doing something. There's times where I wanted to do something and then all of a sudden you you do it and then the person disappears. Like, you know, I, I was yeah. in a similar situation and then, but, you know, and, um, you know, but he still sees our hearts though. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, he'll still yeah. see like, okay, you know, they, they acted though, you know. Um, so I definitely hear you loud and clear. That Thank was you. awesome. Absolutely. Thank you. Does anybody else want to share on the call? Hi, Brother Nick. It's kind Kim again. <laughs> hey, hey. So just sitting over here soaking it all up. And it actually just hit me a little bit later. I just wanted to tell you that was kind of dope how you tied in the um, the thermometer and the thermostat with the temperature of being hot, cold, and lukewarm. So, hey, that was dope. Yeah. But it's to actually say not, you know, trying to um, step on your toes or anything. But it hit my spirit when you were talking about the thermometer. I don't know why, because I promise you I'm not familiar with this term. I've heard it, of course. But barometer hit me. So I said, well, God, what's sure. barometer? So when I looked it up, the barometer is a scientific instrument. It's used to measure the atmospheric pressure. The mm. pressure in the atmosphere, what's around you, right? It says the atmosphere is the layers um, of the air wrapped around the earth. And the air has a weight and it presses against everything it touches as gravity pulls it toward the earth. So it's used in forecasting the weather and determining the altitude. So I said, okay, with the thermometer, we have to test our own temperature and make sure we're right, right? But we also need right. that thermometer to be able to determine our atmosphere. Because if we get in a position where we allow our barometer not to be tested, we could be placed in an atmosphere that will pull our temperature higher low because we are affected by our circumstances and the people that we surround ourselves by. So I just wanted to share that, brother. Yeah, that's amazing because it's almost like the barometer is like the stuff that's happening behind the scenes. Like in Book of Ephesians talks about the unseen 
battleground that's taking place. So it's almost like the thermometer thermostat is what we're doing. And then behind the scenes in the atmosphere, we don't see, you know, there's things taking place depending on how we're gauging our, uh, you know, our, uh, you know, if we're a thermometer mindset or a thermostat mindset, that's actually a really, really good analogy. That's cool. For sure. Amen. Is there anybody else that wants to say anything? All right. So we will close out and then I will go run this puppy. <laughs> this dog is going crazy right now. Um, but we'll, we'll go in real quick. Uh, Father God, we just want to thank you for today, Lord. We want to thank you for, um, you know, just allowing just to flow the way that you did, Lord. And and I, Father God, you get all the glory. You get you get all the glory, um, you know, off of everything that was shared, Father God. And I also pray that as every single person goes in their own space, Lord, that, you know, you can help search their own hearts, Father God, and help reveal to them what parts of, that are taking place in their inner being that um, that maybe they just have never dealt with just yet, Father God. So I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So I wish everybody has a blessed day, and um, God bless all of you. God bless you too, Nick. Have a blessed day. God bless you.
true. Praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith. 